It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time. Here's your host, Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch Smith. Well, good morning and welcome to a Tuesday edition of Game Time. 10 o'clock straight up and down all across the uh, central time zone. And, man, we are glad you are with us here on ESPN Central Texas, 1660 AM and 93.9 FM. Down in the uh, Temple Belton, Colleen, Fort Hood area, you can catch us at 100.9 FM. So there you go. Those, those are all of the frequencies that you can Catch this radio extravaganza, and we're we're glad you're with us here on uh, on this Tuesday. Let's uh let's go around the horn and check in. Stretch, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys today? Garrett, you? I'm good. Uh, I've got a I've got a strained thumb. I I mean I I I may strained go on, thumb. Got to go. Uh. On the, I'm thinking about going on the IR. I mean, the, with all the games that were on yesterday and bouncing around between this one and that one and this one and baseball and. Uh, Oh, it was it. I got injured. I mean, so I mean, I don't know. You had two well, I, football games and two baseball games, and I, and there you go. Tom, put a little put a little Tabasco on it. You'll be you'll be all right. You get you'll get through today. I I I've, I've been with you now for a little over a month, and I know you're a pretty tough guy. So you you'll be all right. Well, when we when when Garrett and I get to the top of Mount. Rush Robinson. Oh, I think that boy. I think that 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 thin air may help it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's gonna clear everything out. Yeah, it certainly. <laughs> will. Boy, you know our our first hour listeners, and hopefully we get se- our second hour. Hopefully they stay with us. I'm. T- I got a feeling they're tired of that story. You two better. You two better either either ship up or ship out. One of the two. Well, it's that it's, that story is getting to be a long, tall tale. Truth hurts, though. I mean, you know, it just yeah, you're exactly, exactly, you're exactly right. It does hurt. It's hurt. It's hurting you for not telling the truth, <laughs> and never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Uh, so, I was I was thinking about Aaron Rodgers last night a little bit. You know, we have spent a lot of time talking about quarterback play in Seattle, quarterback play in Kansas City, and rightfully so. But my goodness, the the level of play that Aaron Rodgers is playing at right now, it's it's right there with those guys. I mean, and stretch just quarterback play in general. I mean, look at the Cowboys. Prescott's playing at a pretty high level, and they're one and three. I mean, you've got some great quarterback play in the in the NFL right now. Yeah, and I I love the point you make. I mean, we kind of. We we get enamored with the you know with the Lamar Jacksons like you said with Mahomes, uh, we've had Brady for so long and you know so we talk about Brady and then we talk about the younger guys, and the, and then there's this guy named Aaron Rodgers who's maybe better than all of them, and, and and playing at a higher level than all of them, and and yeah he 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 gets lost in the shuffle but uh, you ever been to green bay wisconsin you get lost in the shuffle you can go to green bay wisconsin too they're in the damn thing out there well, you're froze stiff that's why yeah, exactly <laughs> right i mean so so seriously guys i mean think about just think about the the magnitude of what he's done for for that franchise and and i guess maybe it's you know is the is and, and i'd pose the question to you guys is it because he he comes off the heels of Brett Favre and the things that Brett Favre did, all the records that he set, uh, you know, was he not a fan favorite because 
hey, Brett Favre was kind of the guy in Green Bay that turned that franchise completely around. And and then you think about how long and, and for the period of time now that Rodgers is doing it and for the level that he's playing at. I, I watched him last night. I mean, he's still extending plays with his feet. He He's unbelievable at keeping his eyes down the field. And then he's unbelievable how he just flips the ball. I mean, he can flip the ball and it can go 40 yards. I've, I've never seen anything like it. So he is fun to watch. They are fun to watch. They're going to be, you know, I didn't think that team, I really thought Minnesota would be the team in that division. And now you, you look around and you think, wow, does, does Green Bay really, are they going to run away with this thing this early in the year? And I know you got the Bears at three and one, but I mean, then you got the Lions and the Vikings at, at one and three. So that and literally they could, they could, by mid year, they could run away with this league. Well, the, th- the thing is, not all, uh, yeah, run away with the league. You're, that's, 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 the, that's the point. Heck with the division. I mean, they may be the best team in, in, in the NFC because, because they, play, they play some pretty good defense too. Exactly. And, and they're, they're, they're a complete football team. Now, I, I know what people are going to say. Well, hold on. What about, what about the team in the Pacific Northwest? And, yes, S- Seattle and, and Green Bay are, are playing the best football right now. That's the reason they're 4-0. Guys, Aaron Rodgers, and, and, and think about this, the two best quarterbacks in the NFC right now, would, wouldn't you make the case, are Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson? There's no question. There, right. There's absolutely no question. And, and you're, but, it, but my point was you're getting good quarterback play throughout the league. I mean, quarterback play is at an unbelievably high level right now, even on teams that are average and even on teams that are, are, are not very good because of other – deficiencies that they have on their football team. I just it's amazing to watch the quality of play at that position right now. Yeah, and, and, and another another good point. I mean, I, Teddy Bridgewater's playing really good. Now he's on a he's on a two and two football team, but he's he's playing his he's playing his rear end off and then you got you know, then you got a situation like in Tennessee. I mean Tannehill is he? Do you really think he's setting the world on fire? That's the one. That's the one situation to me that's a little bit different because they they do a great job of playing defense there. But Ali, what about Philip Rivers? He's got the Indianapolis Colts at three and one. I mean, did any did anybody see that coming? <laughs> no. Or did anybody see? Yeah. Or did anybody see Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans being zero and four and costing their head coach's job? No, I, I mean I. Yeah, we talk about this too, guys. Handicapping football. Anybody that says they can handicap football for a living, they're not making a living. They're they're not because it's there's no way you can handicap that going into this football season. You mention it. Uh, that's 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 a hot topic right now. Is where do they go in Houston uh, with uh, with the dismissal of Bill O'Brien? I love how these 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 press releases come out. He did so much for us, and our our family is so indebted to his family, so indebted that we just ran his butt off. Uh, but he he's out, and uh, Romeo Cormel is going to be the interim, and then the search begins uh, for for the next guy or guys. Uh, to come in there and, and run their football program. Yeah, you. I like how you say guys. You said it in a plural format sure. because he also ran the general manager mm-hmm. out. You know, he 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 ran Rick Smith out of there, and Rick Smith was a longtime, well-established general manager. He brought in Brian Gain for a year. Didn't like the direction that was headed, and and ran him out of town. Basically, we we could sit here and start talking about the guys that he's let go. Whether it was Brown, the left tackle, that's now starting. 
up in Seattle. Clowney, first first pick. He let him leave. DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, I mean, we could go on and on. He's let he's let some corners out of there, and and that's that's that really. I think that's ultimately what cost him his job was trying to wear two hats. I that's done in one place, and it's done in 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 New England. And anybody that tries that has tried to replicate that, have they not fallen flat on their face? Think about think about all the coaches who have come out of New England and who have just done nothing. I mean, I mean seriously, when you go, when we think about it, let's think about Mangini, let's think about Charlie Weiss, mm-hmm. let's think about McDaniel's, let's think about uh, Romeo Romeo Crennel. let's think about uh, Patricia. Matt Patricia. Yep. Let, I mean, I mean, I mean, it goes. We just sit here and it goes on and on and on. I, I'm it, nobody has been able to duplicate that. However, everybody tr- is trying to is trying to do exactly that, and I, that's what I don't understand. Like trying to m- model their their organization after what's going on up there, and then they go and get one of these guys who is trained in that in in that system. And it, I mean, it falls flat. It, it, it's mind blowing. And I mean, it's not. We used to. You could point to O'Brien and say, "Well, he was the one guy that has come out of there that's done okay." Now he, now he's out. So there, there is nobody that that they have been able to to let go from that organization that's then gone and and, and been able to duplicate what what is happening with Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. A lot of things going on in the uh, in the wide world of sports. Uh, the, the Bears are off this week, but uh, there's some interesting games. Of course, the uh, the Red River thing. I don't know what what's it called nowadays. I mean, because you got to be politically showdown correct. Now, showdown, shootout. Uh, you know, get in a corner and play football. I don't know what I mean. But anyway, Texas and Oklahoma coming up uh, from the Cotton Bowl. Uh, I tell you what, I tell you what it's called. It's called you can't get a Fletcher's corn dog anymore. Is that <laughs> unbelievable or what? Well, so I mean, that's unbelievable. I did see where the Golden Chick up here. I, I think Golden Chicks around the North Texas area are going to start carrying Fletcher's corn dogs, and I think it was supposed to be this month. But I mean, when you can't get a Fletcher's corn dog, are you really going to the state fair and seeing the Oklahoma Texas game? Well, you're are not you, going you, to the Oklahoma Texas game anyway, are you? <laughs> no, but the point I'm making is, if you go without, if you go without going over there and listening to Big Tech say, "Can we give a big hello to our friends from Oklahoma?" or you can't go toss the darts at a balloon, right? And most of all, you can't go get a bunch of mustard on the front of your shirt, <laughs> pounding down one of those. Corn dogs and chasing it down with one of those. I, and, and here's the other thing, boy. At the state fair, I don't know what they do to those, to those Dr Pepper guns, but they tweak them a little bit, and it's like that syrupy Dr Pepper, and it burns your esophagus. Going, and it is so good. It's so good when you chase it down that way. Woo! Yeah, yeah. You're not Texas Oklahoma game. That's just kind of a. That's just kind of something to go do in between the time you're having a corn dog and climbing up on one of those John Deere tractors and doing whatever else is going on at the State Fair. I've never been to the State Fair. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Every I mean, time, this is like every a once time a week, I think, I'm every time you, I think I've heard it all, then Garrick flies with something like that. Unbelievable! You've that never been to the state. You've never, never been. been to the state fair, of Texas. Nope. So you're telling me you've never made the jaunt ninety miles to Fair Park? Nope. Have you ever been to the Texas Oklahoma game? Nope. <sighs> oh, and wow. you really are from Texas? Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna have to, I'm gonna have to do some background checks here. I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna go on. <laughs> yeah, you I'm better bring me that birth certificate, big yeah. boy. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna have to. And not only that, but just because he was born here doesn't mean he's spent Look, any time here. Maybe I feel they, like my heart sh- belongs to the West Coast. We'll leave it at that. Well, we're about to pack you up. I mean, you. There's certain <laughs> things that are required, and that's one of them. And. Oh, I don't know. Hey, you know, the other thing that's that we haven't talked about, and I know that we're in Big 12 country, but over in the SEC, you know what happened Saturday night at 6 o'clock? What's that? It's it's uh, Ole Miss in Alabama. Now, That'll who cares about the game? It's the coaches, kids. It's the coaches. Lane Kiffin and, and – uh, okay, we're going to the text line, are oh, we? Oh, yeah. So, okay, grumpy old fan asks if I'm from Austin. I'm wearing an Austin hat right now. Austin FC hat, well, maybe. And then, what is wrong with him? He cannot be from Texas. <laughs> I get that a lot. No, like, not gonna lie. Oh, oh, I, I'm, I really, and every time I think that it can't be done, it's like I think you're one of those sleight of hand guys too, because you keep playing the ace of spades. Yeah, your chicken fried <laughs> steak is overrated. It is, uh, and and. I've never been to the state fair. I mean, you just keep pulling them out of the deck, and I'm like, how many aces? How many? How, how many times? Oh, I got can a few more for you. Conversation. <laughs> uh, it's ten thirteen, thirteen after ten o'clock, and uh, baseball. How about the Astros and the and the A's for the first four or five innings? That was a back and forth punch you in the jaw, then I'll punch you back. But then finally, Houston takes command of the game. And they win at 10-5. to 5. They'll play game two this afternoon. And you can hear that game on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, 13.30 a.m. And, of course, uh, uh, 93.9 FM for the uh, for the Astros and the A's in game two. New York wins last night 9-3 to three over Tampa Bay. And they'll hook up again today as well. The National League will get their two series underway. Miami and Atlanta will be coming up around 1 o'clock this afternoon. And then later on, it's the uh, Padres and the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. And uh, they'll play that game tonight at 8 30, 8.30 for the, for the first pitch of that one. So they've got them spread out pretty good. But the Astros will play game two today, and so will the Yankees. But, uh, man, when you, uh, when you, when you look at, at, the, at the Houston team, so at the top of the order, Springer goes four for five. Table setter, Altuve, then go, has a two for four day with uh, a couple of RBIs. And, and uh, Bergman, two for four with a, with a couple of runs scored. And Correa hit, what, two dingers? And one was just uh, may still be in flight as he went three for five in the game. But uh, w- when you swing it like that, guys, and you're going to be hard to beat. Yeah, and I think that's what Dusty Baker was waiting on. I mean, he was waiting on that, that group of guys, that Bregman, Altuve, Correa, that that's the punch that he I think he's been waiting on. I know we've talked to some of the MLB insiders on our show before. They talk about that's the reason the baseball season is 163 games because you go through the highs and lows. But it looks like in out of game one right here, and really the series that they played against uh, against Minnesota, it feels like the Astros are kind of hitting their hitting their stride right here. Well, you know, you go 29 and 31 and eke into what the sixth or seventh seed, and then the next thing you know, you are lighting it up, and you're getting quality work on the mound as well. Yankees they beat the Devil Rays, and they made boy they made them like it too. Nine three the final there, and I don't know if you guys saw the home run that Judge hit, but 
Holy smokes, did he scorch a line drive out of that. He, you talking about powerful. Yeah, that guy, when, when, when ball meets bat, whoo, it goes a long did, way. Tom, did you hear it? That, you know, you, the, the interesting thing about not having these – you can hear it. It sound, sound like a 30-odd six going on. Pow! You're like, oh, my gosh. I mean, he just killed the ball. It's 16 after 10 o'clock. This is ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael LaPointe. Another beautiful day today with mostly sunny skies. It'll be warmer than yesterday with highs topping out at 87 degrees. Clear skies tonight, very comfortable conditions. Lows dropping to 58 and more of the same tomorrow with mostly sunny skies and a high of 88. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Today's job market is full of demand for skilled trade workers. Electricians, welders, mechanics, these and other trades are the backbone of every community. They're also a huge part in making sure the Army National Guard is always fulfilling its mission of service to our country and communities. Soldiers train to keep the power flowing, engines running, and supplies moving. The skilled trades these soldiers perform are the same ones needed in today's civilian workforce. Army National Guard soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. With options from plumber to helicopter mechanic and everything in between, soldiers are able to select the trades that best fit their lives. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession and serve your community and country by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley's show is Stephen Simcox. If you thought about buying your first home and you weren't sure where to start or if you qualify, NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years and they're ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, they make sure you know just what to look for in selecting the perfect home for you and your family. Call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw waco.org to get started neighborworks waco currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so you can access your programs knowing your safety is their highest priority neighborworks waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way plus neighborworks waco supports coach dave aranda in baylor athletics all the way sick em, bears my house has a new glow i love my window 
Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Ten twenty. Welcome back into uh, game time. This is your all access pass to Central Texas sports. Tom and and uh, Garrett, and of course, uh, stretch and stretch. We had a double header last night. We had the uh, Monday night game, and we also had the COVID bowl. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's begin with the COVID bowl. Whoa, uh, poor New England. Uh, w- you want to talk about quarterback play? They they had some issues. I mean, when you're leaving points on the field, you can't do that when you're on the road at Kansas City. And they had a chance to get three at the end of the of the half, and and Hoyer just, I mean, just I don't know, brain fart. What I mean, yeah, it, it just was a bad deal all the way around, and they get beat twenty six to ten. Yeah, I I thought the bigger issue in that game was I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but the the the, the blown call. On the sack and the fumble that they said, you know, Mahomes, they had blown it down. And it looked like New England was going to get great, you know, was going to get great field position. I, uh, You know, when you – in the NFL, guys, and, 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 I'll, and I'll start by saying this, you only have X amount of practice time. So, when you're in these and, – and you, you called it the COVID bowl, and I think it is very fitting. I laughed about it, but it's very fitting when you think that – you only have so much practice time. And so to give your starter has to take 90%, 95% of the reps in that practice time because you've only got X amount of looks that you can give your, you know, your scout team and, and, and give the offense exactly what they think they're going to be seeing to certain motions, to certain shifts, to certain formations. Well, now you, you, you condense that down because they had taken away practice time. And on top of that, you're starting a quarterback who maybe hasn't seen any of those looks at all. I'm saying he's normally the guy that's given the offensive looks to the defense. And so I think it's, it's crazy and unfair to make, you know, to make uh, that be a situation where you thought New England was going to go in there and and have any chance to win that football game. They didn't get – quarterbacks played horrible in the game. I mean, I think you saw – you see why. I mean, Hoyer threw for 130, Stidham threw for 80 yards. I mean, ugly, ugly. Three interceptions, really ugly football. Uh, Did Mahomes have a great night? He didn't light it up either. He threw for two touchdowns. But he didn't really light it up. I still think it's 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 the de- the defenses were the difference in the game, and then a quarterback that could extend plays. Well, now you had that you had that really what I thought was a game changing call early in the game, and and it changed really New England's ability to do anything offensively. So I, 
I, I'm, I'm pointing to three different things here. I'm pointing to Cam Newton being out. I'm pointing to lack of practice time and reps for either Hoyer or Stidham. And then, and then a, a, a terrible blown call early in the game that I think really set New England back. And, yeah, you made the point they missed a field goal. But I, I'm saying the game was probably over early when they didn't get that, you know, when they didn't get that turnover and, and knowing that you've got those quarterbacks who haven't had an opportunity to practice and get that time in. Yeah, I mean, I was talking about right before the half. I mean, he, gets, he, he allows himself to get sacked. And I know it's unfair. But, I mean, these guys are sitting around on Thursday. They're, they're not, you know, they're going to hold a clipboard and watch Cam Newton uh, play football. And then the next thing you know, the, they're trying to get ready virtually to play a game. And that, that, I mean, that's just an impossibility at any level, much less the National Football League. But, man, if, if he just throws the football away, they kick a field goal and they get some points right before half, going to the last play of the half. But, I mean, just it just didn't happen. And and they weren't good enough to win that football game, but uh, it was. And then you go to the Green Bay Atlanta game, and wow! And again, the clinic that that uh, that Aaron Rodgers put on—he was twenty-seven to thirty-three for three twenty-seven and four touchdowns—and he didn't have his full complement of receivers. Right, right. And I, I think it's interesting what they're doing. I, I, what, and I'm saying what Green Bay's doing offensively because. They've got these, you know, they, they drafted Sternberger. They've got this this Tanyan kid that they also that they also picked up. They've got two really good, three, I believe, really good tight ends. And that creates a whole different set of issues for a defense. And I'm saying that because as a as a as an offensive guy, when you don't allow the defense to to uh, identify the strength of what you're doing, which the strength would be towards the tight end side. So when you have a balanced look, now you've given Aaron Aaron Rodgers even more weapons to be able to boot and waggle and do those things to get outside the pocket and then make those big throws down the field. And you can do it just running two-man routes. They gave, they gave Atlanta fits last night. I, I don't think Atlanta's better than an 0-4 football team, and certainly they should be at least 1-3 if, they, if, if they'd have just jumped on the onside kick against the Cowboys. But, yeah, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, what he can do, different personnel groups, the way he's able to uh, maneuver and, and, and get himself in position, and then he can, he can put the football in tight windows. Uh, really, really fun to watch. You know, a lot of people are like, well, I'm not going to watch this game. I, and, and I'm thinking, boy, I mean, this, if you don't watch it, you're missing one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And you mentioned that earlier, Tom, uh, watching him maneuver and watching him work, really what I feel like is his magic. You know, he's it's, it's got the Green Bay Packers in a, in a, in a four, as a 4-0 team and looks to be playing the best right now in the NFC. Well, at 36, at 36, he may be having – his best year uh and and <laughs> is it because they drafted a guy and there's somebody looking over his shoulder i mean i think that's is, motivation. He, is, he, is he ticked off because of that draft that's I mean, what i think but but he, he, whatever it is he's playing at an incredibly high level right now and and don't you think it's because he's he wishes he had another uh, an, another weapon that he could that he could use in his arsenal he he, he was I think rightfully so frustrated thinking, you know, I've got I've got at least three or four years still left in me. It'd be nice instead of drafting a backup quarterback, it'd be nice if you guys went and got me a receiver, a running back, and 
you know what, I, he looks like he's playing with a chip on his shoulder. Uh, you see him with the way he – and, again, I, I, I like when you look at an NFL quarterback, I like to watch their body language, their posture, kind of what they do when they come off the sidelines, how they're interacting with their teammates. He's running that – he is running that football team. And, and, and right now, I'm, I'll say this, I mean, to what I feel like is the best in the NFC, they – they're they're at four and zero and look like the look like the team to beat. It's uh, ten twenty eight and of course now you uh, turn your attentions to this week and the Cowboys are at home against the uh, the New York Giants and I I thought Q and and uh, and Stephen Simcox were going to get in a fist fight of whether or not the Cowboys could could win the game over the New York Giants and one things one thinks they can and one thinks they can't. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that's they okay. better beat the Giants. I, that's a great discussion. I mean, I you you say can't beat the Giants. I, I, I can't. The Browns, the Browns go in there and rush for over three hundred yards on, on this defense. I don't care. I don't care who you're playing. That 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 that's unbelievable. And I heard this morning uh, that Jerry had made the comment on his show that they weren't going to do anything defensively. They weren't going to make any. They weren't going to make any knee jerk decisions with the defensive coordinator how long can you go on playing that poorly on that side of the football when your offense and Tom you talked about this earlier Dak the level he's playing at when your offense is playing at that level and you can't get any you don't get any stops giving up 24 first downs in the first half I mean that's enough to that's enough to make you think that you need to make a coaching change right there so I could see both sides of that argument. I could see saying there's no way that the Dallas Cowboys can lose to this team, and then I can and then I can see a situation where it didn't matter who the running back was that the Browns had in there; they still rushed for nine yards a rush. Well, yeah, they had their third string in there, and he's he's going nuts. And by the way, I just made that up about Q and Steven. I just wanted to just see where we go with it. It's kind of like saying I've never been to the state fair. I, I don't know. It's a 10:29. We're going to step aside on this uh, Tuesday. We got blue sky, sunshine shine a gorgeous day at 72 degrees in central texas Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family and friends and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success and we do all the work. If you're on the road we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's you'll love our sausage. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley Show, Stephen Simcox. Dr. Tyler Cooper, Dallas's own Cooper Clinic, says your health is your responsibility. Control what you can control to live a better life. One thing everyone can control is what we put in our bodies. Most of us don't get the proper amounts of vitamins, minerals we need from food alone. Supplements help round out our diet to ensure our bodies get what they need for better health. Whether it's comprehensive multivitamin, like Basic One Multivitamin, Advanced Omega-3 for heart and brain health, or melatonin to help you sleep better, Cooper Complete Nutrition supplements has what your body needs cooper complete has a special offer just for listeners to the matt mosley show buy any two bottles of cooper complete vitamins or supplements and get one bottle free just use coopercomplete.com the coupon code espn 2020 that's three bottles of cooper complete vitamins and supplements for the price of two when you use the coupon code espn 2020 at coopercomplete.com live longer live better with cooper complete nutritional supplements 
Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you are searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Let's roll. Wings Pizza and Things in Temple is your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include their two-for-28-dollar meal deals or their family feast. And make sure to top off your meal with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsandtemple.com for the menu. Barnett Contracting supports the administration, faculty, and staff, and students of Midway Independent School District and is proud to say they worked hand-in-hand with the school district on several projects. Founded in 1969 by Bob Barnett, Barnett Contracting offers a standard of quality to the construction industry in Texas. They always strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Wishing head coach Jeff Hume, his coaching staff, and the Panthers all the best. Barnett Contracting, 7703 Bagby Avenue in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the Durable Kubota L Series tractor for as little as $149 a month right now at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. Cowboys defense gave up over 300 yards on the ground to the Browns on Sunday. RJ Ochoa from Blogging the Boys joined Unnecessary Roughness on Monday and said this defense is lacking talent. I think it's, you know, we, we fall into these traps of, oh man, you know, we just start like listing names, right? Like they've got Demarcus Lawrence, they've got Everson Griffin. We just mm-hmm. like literally read the roster and we're like, oh, that must mean it's really good. Obviously, there's a new coaching staff, new defensive scheme. The the common denominator is the defensive talent. It's time to admit that the defensive talent isn't what people thought it was. Astros look to take a 2 to nothing lead over the A's in their ALDS series this afternoon. Framber Valdez is on the mound for Houston. Sean Manaya gets the ball for Oakland. Broadcast starts at 3 o'clock. First pitch at 3.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we welcome into the program Brian McTaggart, Astros Insider for MLB.com. Brian, good morning. How are you, sir? Uh, Good morning. How are you doing? Terrific. Hey, 16 hits yesterday against Oakland Athletic Pitching. Uh, This team is absolutely on fire at the right time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, we I think everybody had been waiting for the offense to break out, even though they, they swept the Twins in the wild card, card series. They still did it with, you know, very little offense and, you know, got an error that helped them out a little bit. So, but this was the kind of offense they're going to have if they're going to have to go deep into the playoffs. And, and you had the big four guys getting it done, Bregman, Correa, Springer, and Altuve. And, uh, you know, those, those are kind of the four guys everybody turns to. And when you got Springer getting four hits to the top of the order and, 
Correa moving out to the sixth spot in the lineup, hitting a couple home runs. Uh, boy, that's that's going to be a difficult team to beat, even on a day when your your starting pitcher doesn't even go deep into the game. Well, that's one of the things that uh, we were talking about uh, this morning was the fact that Springer at the top of the order is getting on base with uh, four four base knocks at the top of the order as the table setter. Then it opens up all kinds of possibilities for your offense. Well, yeah, I mean, he makes offense go, and he got off to a slow start, but he had a really good month of September, and then, uh, you know, he's continued it in the playoffs and four hits yesterday, three hits and and the big double when they broke it open and broke it open a little bit in that that sixth inning. Um, And when he gets on, it just just makes everybody else in the lineup. Now you're up to bat with somebody on base, and someone else gets on, and now you keep the line moving, but... Uh, it's only the start for the Astros. You know, they got to keep it up. This is still a very talented A's team that can pitch with the best of them, especially in the bullpen. And, you know, they got a tough matchup today against lefty Sean Manaya. But, uh, you know, if the Astros can come out and get this one today, then, um, man, they're really in the driver's seat for this series. And, um, you know, we'll see where they go. But, uh, you know, it's, it's probably going to be a long series. I, I think it's going to go the distance, but certainly a good start for the Astros. Brian, let me ask you this. With losing – Garrett Cole to free agency. How do you think Dusty has done as far as managing the, the, the pitching staff and how he's aligned this staff? Well, he's he's done pretty good. I mean, not only does he lose Cole, they have Justin Verlander for one start. So they basically went the entire season without the one-two finishers and the Cy Young last year. And then the bullpen was just completely decimated by injuries. Brad Peacock, Austin Pruitt, Joe Smith opted out this year. Roberto Osuna, their closer who led the league in saves, only pitched in a couple of games. So all of a sudden you got a pitching staff. I think at one point you had 10 rookies on the pitching staff. And even yesterday you had you had some guys pitching yesterday that you never would have dreamed would have been in the pitcher at the beginning of the season and certainly not pitching in key spots in the playoffs. Anoli Paredes, two innings, uh, was just electric. Blake Taylor came in and, and pitched very well. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, he's he's really been given a difficult hand just the amount of injuries to the pitching staff, especially the bullpen, and then losing Verlander and Cole. And um, you know, it hasn't always worked out. It hasn't always been hasn't always been pretty. But he's done a really nice job, especially here in the, in the playoffs, where the bullpen has yet to allow a run, which I don't think anybody saw coming. Brian, some players just rise up to the moment in the playoffs. What do you think makes Carlos Correa so special come play uh, postseason? Well, he said it yesterday in his Zoom call with, with us after the game. He said, I love to play in October. He's just one of those guys that rises to October, and he loves to play in the big stage. And, yeah, there's no fans and all that, but there's, some, there's just something about the uh, knowing that it's sort of a do-or-die situation. You have to win or go home. And, and you know, he, he's taken that to heart, and, you know, he has big October after big October. But he's not alone. I mean, Alex Bregman mm-hmm. is a guy, too, now who was homered believe it or not, on October 5th now for four years in a row for the wow, Astros. Wow. And then George Springer's hit more playoff home runs than anybody in Astros history. So, But, but Correa, there is just something about uh, – he just he just seems to come alive. I mean, look, he, he has three home runs in the playoffs in, in the last two games, and then he hit three home runs in his last 122 bats in the regular season. Now, he's made some adjustments with his hands and, to get more power, but he was not hitting for power at all. Uh, was not slugging at all in the regular season. And all of a sudden in the playoffs, he's turned it on. And, um, and if he's hitting the ball and driving the ball, then that's that, that just another dynamic to that offense. Talking with uh, Brian McTaggart, uh, Astros insider for MLB.com. And, Brian, it, with with the series being at a neutral site and no days off, 
Well, the manager and the pitching coach may be the MVPs of this series. How they manage the pitching staff, how long they ride a starter uh, with five consecutive baseball games potentially, uh, that, that's huge in how, they, uh, how, these, how these managers and, and pitching coaches handle the pitching staff. Yeah, and that's why I think it's really important today that Framber Valdez goes deep into the game for the Astros. Uh, you know, they did have to cover five innings out of the bullpen yesterday, but they, they spread it around enough to where, you know, everyone's probably going to be available today, maybe not Christian Javier, but if Framber Valdez can give them seven innings, which he's done in most of his starts, I mean, he's their workhorse starter, um, and maybe limiting them to using a reliever or two, you know, that'll, that'll set them up to come back now in game three where you got some of these guys who pitched in game one that are really rested. So um, they're going to need him to go really deep into this game, and, you know, I think he will. Um, and that you're right, because by the time we get to the game five, this could, uh, if it goes five games, this could just really be a war of attrition on the bullpen, whoever's arms not falling off at this point, <laughs> but this is going to be a key game. You know, if, they, if the Astros can just get him as deep as they can scratch across a couple of runs and the bullpen would be in a lot better shape. And conversely, you want to get into your opponent's bullpen as quickly as possible. You do uh, this, you know, you, the A's do have the, one of the best bullpens in the big leagues. And so, um, you know, they didn't, didn't look like it yesterday when Delkin came in and they, they knocked him around. I think the A's bullpen is going to respond um, and, and, you know, pitch pretty well. We've yet to see their closer, Liam Hendricks, but this is a very talented bullpen. And um, I don't think they can go out and, and count on, you know, scoring four or five runs against this pen every game, but, you know, they got to do some damage against Sean Manai, who's pitched well against them, left-handed starter. You know, all, their, all these big right-handed bats we talked about, Altuve, Bregman, Correa, Springer, you know, they're facing a lefty today. They're going to have to do some damage. And, you know, if they get off to a quick start and not came out of the game early, now all of a sudden Oakland's bullpen is, is sucking wind a little bit. That's uh, that's going to be the big uh, favor of the Astros. Astros trying to get to the ALCS to take on either Tampa Bay or, or, uh, or New York. Uh, how do the Astros match up with those two clubs? Well, they haven't played them this year. You know, they played them both in the playoffs last year and eliminated both of them. And in fact, they've eliminated the Yankees from the playoffs, what, three times in the previous four years. So Yankees winning yesterday, you know, we're starting to point in the direction of Yankees, Astros, and the ALCS for the third time in four years. Uh, you know, whether that happens or not, we'll see. It's, it's hard to know how, how they match up. Just, uh, you know, they haven't played each other. I mean, the Yankees have a deep lineup with a lot of power. You have to find a way to keep them in the ballpark. They also have a, a good bullpen as well. Uh, you know, Tampa is, uh, you know, the lineup's not as deep as the Yankees, so they can pitch. So they come at you from the start starters and the bullpen. Got a lot of different weapons. Um, I, I think in a lot of ways the, the Rays are probably going to be the toughest matchup. But, man, I look at that Yankees lineup, and I think I don't want any part of that either. So, you know, I think the Astros will, you know, got to take their uh, – take care of business here against Oakland and then, uh, you know, take their chances against whoever comes out of the other side. Hey, Brian, we appreciate the time. Know you're busy, and uh, thanks for uh, popping on with us. Yeah, you got it. Hey, Brian McTaggart, Astros Insider for MLB.com. It's 1042, 18 away from 11 o'clock. But, you know, that game yesterday early, guys, was, you know, it was uh, was Oakland with a punch, then – and uh, then they, they extend the lead to 3 nothing, and then the Astros get it tied at 3, and then Oakland gets another run, then they get another run, they got a 5-3 lead, then here come the Astros, and then finally Houston just buried them in, in, the, in the back end of the game, and, and they win it 10-5. And when you collect 16 hits, you're going to win a baseball game. Oh, yeah, I, I, and I'm glad that you asked him about the, the next series because I, I know they've got to take care of business with Oakland, but would that not be fun to watch – 
watch them take on Garrett Cole and a guy who kind of decided that, he, you know, New York, he, we left for the bright lights in New York, the big city, and be able to, te- you know, be able to see that matchup. That's, that's fun to think about, and that's what makes postseason baseball so fun to look at is, yeah, I mean, it, it, could, be, it could be Yankees and Astros, and that sure is fun to think. It's uh, 1043, 17 away from 11 o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. We step aside, and we're coming back with more in just a moment. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. If you spend $20, mm-hmm. you can use a coupon. Mm-hmm. Well, none of us have spent $20 by ourselves. If we all come together like wet cheeks, we'll have over the $20 threshold. We can use a coupon to get a discount. That makes sense to me. Of course it did. I mean, I contributed $10 to it. No, you didn't. And Steven gave $10. Well, no, Steven didn't do anything. Steven just... Yeah, I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about me, though. Unnecessary Roughness. Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on ESPN Central Texas. Citizens State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be a part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you're one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you're looking for a bank where you're more than a number, check them out at citizensstatebanktx.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat, know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. Mark Stewart here with Bird Colgen Ford. God blessed us with tailgating, midway football, and Ford trucks. At Bird Colgen Ford, we know a thing or two about trucks, like the number one selling truck 43 years running, the F-150. From FX4s, Lariats, King Ranches, Platinums, STXs, and Raptors. Go to your next game in style with a newer pre-owned truck today from Bird Colgen Ford. Proud supporter of Midway High School Athletics. Bird Colgen Ford, the right choice since 1936. You already love our famous chicken tenders, but have you tried our fabulous Bush Baby sauce? Get ready. Our new Bush Baby chicken sandwich is here. Oh, and did we mention it's on a King's Hawaiian bun? Yes, you heard it right. A King's Hawaiian bun. Crispy tenders placed on a warm and delicious King's Hawaiian bun. Drizzled with our sensational Bush Baby sauce. Topped with three pickles and bam! Introducing the new Bush Baby chicken sandwich. Pick up your Bush Baby chicken sandwich at a Bush's chicken nearest you today. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the Durable Kubota L Series tractor for as little as $149 a month right now at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. Cowboys defense gave up over 300 yards on the ground to the Browns on Sunday. RJ Ochoa from Blogging the Boys joined Unnecessary Roughness on Monday and said this defense is lacking talent. I think it's you know, we, we fall into these traps of, oh, man, you know, we just start, like, listing names, right? Like, they've got DeMarcus Lawrence. They've got Everson Griffin. We just, mm-hmm. like, literally read the roster, and we're like, oh, that must mean it's really good. Obviously, there's a new coaching staff, new defensive scheme. The the common denominator is the defensive talent. It's time to admit that the defensive talent isn't what people thought it was. Astros look to take a 2 to nothing lead over the A's in their ALDS series this afternoon. Framber Valdez is on the mound for Houston. Sean Manaya gets the ball for Oakland. Broadcast starts at 3 o'clock. First pitch at 3.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to game time on ESPN Central Texas. Now it's time to fly around the Big 12. 1047, this is ESPN Central Texas. You're uh, all excess pass to Central Texas Sports with game time. Tom Stretch and Garrett, and Garrett's going to get us up to date on what is happening with the 10 schools that comprise the Big 12. All right, so the Big 12 released their Players of the Week uh, yesterday, and Offensive Player of the Week goes to Brees Hall. He's running back from Ohio, uh, from Iowa State. He was, uh, he was a key part in the Cyclones' 37-30 victory over Oklahoma. He rushed for 139 yards and two touchdowns. He's a sophomore, and he's rushed for over 100 yards in all three games, becoming the first Cyclone to go over 100 yards in the first three games since 2001. So they finally got something going with that run game up there in Ames. Uh, defensive players of the week, uh, we got two of them. You got LeKendrick Van Zant. He's a senior. Or, uh, he's a safety from TCU. And Darius Stills, defensive lineman from West Virginia. Uh, Van Zant led TCU with the career high, seven tackles and an interception, and one tackle for loss in the Horn Frogs upset over UT. Uh, he recorded a game-saving tackle as Texas was driving the field in wing moments. Uh, where he caught a player from behind in the end zone. Stills registered a game-high 2.5 sacks and a career-high 3.5 tackles for loss, finishing with four tackles in a double overtime game against Baylor. Over the past two years, he's collected 14 tackles, 6.5 tackles for loss, and 5.5 sacks against the Bears. So he is a nightmare for Baylor when they play them. Uh, Special teams player of the week goes to Griffin Kell from TCU. He recorded field goals from 27, 28, 32, and 49 yards in the win over UT. Uh, his four field goals make him the make are the most for a Horn Frog since 2019. So we were talking yesterday about kickers, the importance of kickers. TCU definitely understands that aspect of it. And uh, newcomer of the week goes to Deuce Vaughn again. I've been big on Deuce Vaughn. I, I just like the name. I, he's phenomenal. He's phenomenal. He. Uh, he became uh, K-State's first true freshman since 2008 to rush for over 100 yards in a game with uh, 113 against Texas Tech. He recorded a rushing touchdown of 18 yards, 70-yard touchdown pass, uh, and helped. he had 194 yards from scrimmage. Another, staying with K-State, I don't know if y'all saw this yesterday, uh, Chris Kleiman got paid. He has a, a new six-year contract worth $23.5 million through 2026. He will make uh, climbing will make three point one million in twenty twenty one, three point five in twenty twenty two, four million in twenty twenty three, and four point three million for twenty twenty four through twenty twenty six. So the Wildcats have definitely got their guy. And uh, staying here in Waco, Baylor announced ten new positive cases of COVID within the athletic department yesterday. 
All right, uh, 10 10 away from 11 o'clock. You know, one thing we didn't touch base on, uh, Stretch and Garrett, yesterday was the uh, AP Top 25, and I get a little frustrated with it and sometimes just kind of <laughs> o- omit it. But is there any way, when you look at the Top 25, the Clemson Tigers at number one, then Bama's two, Georgia's three, Florida's four, Notre Dame rounds out the top five. Is Unless the wheels come off, is there any way – that the SEC doesn't have two teams out of the four in the in the playoffs. No, I, I, no. I mean you certainly can't argue that, and I don't think you've been able to argue it for the last probably three or four years. That's kind of that's kind of been the makeup, and I think I'm going back to what you said last week when you made the argument for it needing to be an an, an 18 playoff system. And I, maybe that's where you're going right now, but I'm saying that uh, the the landscape right now when you, when you look at it are are you going to leave out which two conferences of the power five are you going to leave out and you have to think it's got to be the big 12 and, and the pac 12 yep, so, there's no question so right so now that only leaves you with a certain no i mean i mean you're it's like a, it's like the war of attrition right here or it's like reverse handicap in a race don't tell me who which horse is going to win tell me which one's going to finish dead last and then we can fill in the rest of it so uh, yeah, I, I think it points towards the SEC having two two teams. But I, I'm kind of, after thinking over the weekend about your discussion last week and how you want, you know, how you felt like it needed to be an eight-team an eight playoff, I, I'm, I'm coming around to your way of thinking a little bit. Well, and again, and I, I really wasn't headed there. I was just talking about the quality of play in the SEC or at least the perceived quality of play in the SEC. And, and they've gone out and proved it year in and year out. But, I mean, Miami is 3-0 and and at, at the number seven spot. Uh, our, and we'll our, find out this weekend what, what they're really made of, correct? They yeah, play Clemson this weekend. That, well, so you'll find out if De'Eric King and – and, and, and what Manny Diaz has got going on down there at the U, we'll find out where they're at. And now, and, and that's a good measuring stick for them. Yeah, what if they get beat? Uh, but let's say they get beat by three to seven points. I mean, what, what, do you, what do you think of them then? I mean, because you know, you know for a fact that either, either Georgia or Florida – are going to end up at least with one loss. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're because they're going to play each other. Uh, so, so where, where does where does this take you? I mean, and, and again, if you, I, I'm going back to my eight teams, and I, I really wasn't talking about that, but I am now. Thanks, Stretch, <laughs> appreciate it. But again, if you put all five of your conference champions in there, and, and then you put an you put an at large team in there, and then you put uh, you know a, a top team from in all likelihood, the SEC, then I think you've got equality throughout your, your tournament. But with, I mean, right now, when you're, when you're voting and, and, and not deciding on the field uh, how to get in the tournament, it just bothers me. Always has. Well, and, and the way baseball expanded theirs, I, I mean, would it make sense to expand it this year? And I, and I don't know the answer to that with the, with the schedule that the Pac-12 or the, or the the scaled down uh, schedule that the Pac-12 is going to play, I, you know, I, I guess you could make a case for, for, for almost putting or implementing what you're saying, Tom, right now. Well, SMU is sitting there at four zero. Now we don't think that SMU could play with the likes of Notre Dame or Florida or Georgia, but we don't know that. You, you, there's until they play, you don't know that. But I mean, we can just make an assumption, and that's and that's that's my. Why are we assuming stuff? Isn't sports about competing? 
Well, yeah. sure it is. Yeah. And, but and, that's the one sport. The college Division one college football, you have polls. And I understand all those polls, and I know what they mean in July. But, man, alive, why can't you just play to get in and not play to get out? And that's what happens in college football. Well, and I mean, again, you, you, you're getting me around to your way of thinking. I, and, and especially in a season like 2020 and what we're facing right, right. now, I think it's even more it's even more magnified. And you could, I mean, we could sit here and make a case for a, a, a bunch of teams. I mean, how about Louisiana Lafayette? I mean, they, they've done everything they've been asked to do and gone and upset what now looks to be a pretty good Iowa State football team. Well, and we've talked about that a million times. Those teams that go out there, go 10-0, and 11-0, 12-0, at the beginning of the year, their head coach and their coaching staff say, you know what? Do what we ask you to do, win football games, and you're going to be a champion. Well, nope, not in this scenario you're not because you don't have the uh, the, the same uh, the same pedigree. It, it just drives me nuts. I mean, and it always has and it always will. I, I still believe you play your way in and you don't play your way out, but that's not how it's done right now. So the fact that we got four teams in a playoff, I love. I mean, because we used to not even do that. But uh, is is it the correct number? No, of course not. It, it, it needs to be eight. It, it needs to be eight. All right, it's 10.56. You're laughing. Uh, but you know what? You're going to be on my team, too. Eventually, I am. I'm, I, I'm laughing because I'm, I'm looking for the password to the Honeycomb Hideout. Hey, let me in. I'm, I'm on board with the 18 playoff. Can tell me what but, it is. Okay, let's, let's not even talk about those. And, I, and here we, I know Garrett's giving me – boy, he's giving me that sign. Oh, hell, he can wait a few minutes. Make your point. <laughs> Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State right now sits at number ten. They've got if they run the table, they still got to have help. They got to have help. Sure, I, I I agree with you. Because and, 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 but is that is that because of the lack of of uh, productivity that you've seen out of the Big Twelve right now? The fact that you're gonna you're gonna huddle a bunch of guys up in a playoff committee and they're gonna go in there and talk about how bad the look the Big 12 looked against the Sunbelt Conference. Well, that's part of it. That's part of it, no question. But the other part is, where did they start in, in, in July and August? Where, where did Oklahoma State start? Did they start in the top 10? Did they, were, they, were they projected to, to, uh, to be a top four, top well, five I remember team? Garrett Ross telling me that they were, they were possibly one of the best, tens in the, in, uh, best teams in the Big 12. He, 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 he championed Oklahoma State big time. Well, it, oh, I did, yes. Well, and again, because Garrett's talking about football, he's not talking about a popularity contest. Oklahoma State began. They the started poll. at fifteen. Fifteen. You have no chance. You have. Look how many teams you have to leap. Look how many teams have to have setbacks. Not, not you. Not you get better. The the other teams have to have setbacks. They have to have losses to fall for you to move up. It, well, your it, other teams on your schedule are having setbacks. <laughs> yeah, Oklahoma's they, already lost yeah, two. <laughs> Texas should have lost two. So, yeah, you're having setbacks. But those guys at the top aren't, are they? The Clemsons, the Alabamas, and, nope. and those guys. But So, I mean, that's just kind of my point. It, it, it's, 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 it, to me, it's set up backwards. Uh, you, you don't play your way in. You play your way out. In fact, I, I believe there shouldn't be a top 25 until we played a month. Uh, but that's that, that's never going to happen because that doesn't sell magazines and, and that doesn't get people going to websites and stuff. You get have people those to turn on to talk radio. Amen. I'm telling you right now, there shouldn't be a poll until the, at least four games into this thing. It's 10:58. We're stepping aside. And we're back with more in just a moment. 
Local officials will offer COVID-19 surge testing in McLennan County through October 17th. 40,000 COVID-19 tests have been allocated for this effort. Testing dates and sites are listed online at covidwaco.com. Save time, pre-registration online, and print your completed registration form. You can print your form at any of the four Waco libraries or three community centers at no charge. Registration will be available on-site. Waco Transit will be providing free transit rides to or from testing sites. All sites open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Free COVID-19 testing sites will be located throughout Waco until October 17th at the Waco Convention Center, McLennan Community College, Waco ISD Stadium, and the Syntax Chamber of Commerce. Please log on to covidwaco.com for exact dates of the free COVID-19 testing. You do not have to have symptoms to be tested. It will take just a few minutes for you to receive the easy nasal swab for the COVID-19 testing. Act today. Go to covidwaco.com. Be safe and be sure. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unisil windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. TFNB Your Bank for Life supports high school football in Central Texas. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. You're out! When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments only at Genco FCU. Refinancing will lower your rate and lower your payment. Actually pay less for your vehicle. Then two winners have a chance to win a 0% loan. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today and save your money. With every loan refinanced, Genco will donate to a school fund for two schools to win a $1,500 donation. The two schools with the most votes 
win. Vote today and every day until December 4th. Go to GencoFCU.org. No purchase necessary to vote. Refinance and pay less for your vehicle. Keep your payments for 90 days and help your school win cash. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA Equal Housing Lender. KRZI Waco. K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. It's time to talk high school football. Here's Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch-Smith. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We talk high school football. We welcome into the program the uh, head coach of the Troy Trojans, Coach Ronnie Porter. Ronnie, good morning. How are you? Hey, Tom, doing well. Hey, uh, let's go back and talk a little bit about the, the Lorena game before we look ahead to McGregor. Again, another terrific night uh, for Zach Herbacek uh, with the 37 carries and and uh, 328, three touchdowns. He also had a catch for a TD. Just playing very, very well for you right now. Oh, lucky! I'm just glad he's on our side. <laughs> he's a special <laughs> kid, that's for sure. But it, it but it does it all begins with with offensive line play. I mean, he has the opportunity to to be a special player, but he, he's also getting terrific work from uh, from you guys up front in the trenches. You're exactly right. I, having having some experience up there up front is definitely a luxury that we have. Uh, I think every guy that's up there now has has varsity experience, and and some of them have tons of tons of games under their belt already so uh that's that's an offensive unit that takes pride in what zach's accomplishments are and zach will be the first one to tell you how 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 important they are to him has has has, i i'm gonna assume this uh that your football team understands just where where you are in this district i mean this is a league that if you don't have your a game there's a high probability you're going to walk off the field with a loss Oh, absolutely. Week in, week out. And that's that's one of the things that we constantly have to have to uh, tell the kids is you got to bring your A game every week. This district is crazy. <laughs> I think everybody understands that anybody can beat anybody on any, any given night. So you're exactly right. What's the biggest threat uh, that you're looking at from McGregor this week? Athleticism. You know, last week I was I was pleased with our secondary play. I thought they did well considering they never had seen a spread team this year at all. You know, we faced uh, four run-based teams coming into coming into last week. So, I think we we got better as the game went on in the in the secondary on the on our pass defense. But we'll we'll have to we'll have to continue to improve through through the weeks because uh, from here on out it's 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 spread. I find find that interesting. Uh, You know, things are are secular, and you had, for the longest, you had people that were throwing the foot. And I don't care if they had the the personnel or not. They were in spread, and they were throwing the football. And and now you mentioned that you play four straight running teams before you you see spread. And and I just find that fascinating. Right, and, you know, whenever I, whenever I put together the schedule, I didn't I didn't think that Mahia was going to be going to be a slot T type team. They switched to the slot T, and I thought, well, Robinson always gets us better in the secondary. Uh, next thing you know, Robinson's running the ball eighty percent of the time. So it was it was a lack of lack of knowing that they were going to have coaching turnover and and system turnover. Coach, let me ask you: Do you look at that as you go into your to your season and you start your scheduling? Is that something that you try to Think about how you're going to structure your defense and what you want to take a look at at certain times of the year. Absolutely, you know we've we've always played Salado that first game right out of the rattle, uh, and and that one kind of just 
get you tougher, kind of get you calloused over, uh, having to stop them. And then, uh, and then from the previous years, we we played spread teams for week two, week three, week four, going into district. And that that prepared you for district. So, um, yeah, that's definitely you look at whenever you start to start start to try to schedule your pre district. Obviously, uh, we're we're in some very unique and in un, unprecedented times with uh, with COVID. And how has your team responded to all of the all of the things that they've had to go through just to get on the football field? You know, they've done well. Um, you know, this this it's such a different thing. You know, not a whole lot of our kids luckily had have had a whole lot of contact with with the virus so, so far. And so it, it's kind of one of those things where you got to constantly continue to warn them, continue to warn them, because it's, it's going to happen at some point. Somebody's going to get a positive test at some point, you know, but you got to constantly stay on them about getting their masks and keeping their masks and not sharing water bottles and stuff like that. So uh, they've done a good job uh, overall. All right, Ronnie, I, I, we know you're busy. Hey, we wish you the best of luck this, uh, this weekend against the McGregor Bulldogs, and thanks for the time this morning. Very good, Tom. Thank you. See you later. That's Ronnie Porter, the head football coach of the uh, of the McGregor of the uh, Troy Trojans as the Trojans get ready to take on McGregor. And again, you look at that district, guys. I mean, uh, you got McGregor that just beat Rockdale a couple of weeks ago. Rockdale turns around, beats Cameron. I mean, uh, <laughs> Troy gets the win uh, over. Uh, over Lorena, Lorena beat Academy. Academy then turned around and got a big win last week. It, it is nuts in that league. And again, I'm telling you right now, and I'm not a big proponent of taking four teams mm-hmm. in the playoffs. I'm I'm kind of a two team guy uh, out of, out of each league. But that's a league. That is a league that you're you're going to take four teams, and then you're going to have a couple of more that are quality playoff quality caliber teams that don't make it. I mean, it's that's the kind of depth that there is in that league. It's also one of those districts where you, you could look at all four teams could very possibly make deep runs in the playoffs. I don't think there's any doubt. It, it's so loaded, it's unreal. I mean, it's more competitive than the NFC East. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Right. How about there's a little shot across the bow right there at the old NFL. That one. How about how about? I mean, really, more. It, it might be more competitive from a good side. Is yeah. it more competitive from a bad side? That would be my question <laughs> from a handicapping standpoint. Oh. He says one, two, and one. Philly leading the top of the NFC East ain't exactly <laughs> setting the woods on fire. Wow, Garrett! Even though he's got double pneumonia, he's still coming. <laughs> he's still coming through with, uh, uh, with Zinger. He's That's got funny. double pneumonia because he's never been to the state fair. I, you know That's what? I could cure a lot of this guy's uh, a lot of Garrett's issues. Just uh, eating chicken fried steaks and going to the state fair, it did cure a lot of that. Uh, most cure of a it. lot of those cooties mm. you got. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was to, for a man not to like a chicken fried, particularly an upside down chicken fried yeah. steak. That's just uh, that's 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 just non-Texan. I mean, eh. it really is. I mean, I'm cool with that. It's fine. He's cool with it. And next, he's going to say he doesn't drink Dr Pepper. I do like Dr. Pepper. I'll give oh, you that. Wow. Now, there's a that, – that'll throw you a curveball right there. I, I mean, just passed out. Chris. All right. Uh, nine minutes after 11. By the way, if you want to join us on the CNC Collision Center text line, we would love to hear from you at 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660, the uh, CNC Collision Center text line. We are going to step aside. We're coming back with more of game time here on this Beautiful Tuesday, 71 degrees, sunshine, and a terrific day in progress. And we uh, 
We are going to talk NF and L football with Stretch. We do it next. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. Another beautiful day today with mostly sunny skies. It'll be warmer than yesterday with highs topping out at 87 degrees. Clear skies tonight, very comfortable conditions. Lows dropping to 58 and more of the same tomorrow with mostly sunny skies and a high of 88. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.30 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Local officials will offer COVID-19 surge testing in McLennan County through October 17th. 40,000 COVID-19 tests have been allocated for this effort. Testing dates and sites are listed online at covidwaco.com. Save time, pre-registration online, and print your completed registration form. You can print your form at any of the four Waco libraries or three community centers at no charge. Registration will be available on-site. Waco Transit will be providing free transit rides to or from testing sites. All sites open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Free COVID-19 testing sites will be located throughout Waco until October 17th at the Waco Convention Center, McLennan Community College, Waco ISD Stadium, and the Syntax Chamber of Commerce. Please log on to covidwaco.com for exact dates of the free COVID-19 testing. You do not have to have symptoms to be tested. It will take just a few minutes for you to receive the easy nasal swab for the COVID-19 testing. Act today. Go to covidwaco.com. Be safe and be sure. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. TFNB Your Bank for Life supports high school football in Central Texas. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. You're out! When it comes to me and my money, I know the way it should be. 
For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments, only at Genco FCU. Refinancing will lower your rate and lower your payment. Actually pay less for your vehicle. Then two winners have a chance to win a 0% loan. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today and save your money. With every loan refinanced, Genco will donate to a school fund for two schools to win a $1,500 donation. The two schools with the most votes win. Vote today and every day until December 4th. Go to GencoFCU.org. No purchase necessary to vote. Refinance and pay less for your vehicle. Keep your payments for 90 days and help your school win cash. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA Equal Housing Lender. Eleven fifteen. Welcome back into uh, game time. Your all access pass to Central Texas sports. Okay, uh, stretch. We're uh, we're a month, I guess, into the NFL season. Any surprises in the league? And I'm not talking about necessarily teams uh, with one and loss records, but anything that just jumps out at you. I know the one thing that surprised me a little bit, and it's been at every level, and I've talked about this a million times, is is special teams play. Some of it very, very good, and some of it very, very bad. Yeah, we we we've seen our our share of yeah good 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 plays on that side of that facet of the game, and we've also seen bad plays at that facet of the game. I, you know, you don't you don't want to go right, and and I hear what you're saying, not go right to win and loss records, but I'm gonna go. Have did you think a month into the season that Buffalo would have a two-game lead on New England? And this is what I, I continue to talk about, fellas. Is you know the the way that uh, you know you could structure or try to even think about handicap in the NFL. I think it's I, I, I think it's an amazing situation. And we talk about you know 18 playoffs in college football. You know, the NFL, I feel like, does have it right with their wild card situation and how many teams get in the playoffs. But I, I would have never – I could have never imagined, even with the losing – or even with them losing or, you know, moving Brady on, however you want to say it, letting him go on in free agency. I just didn't think a month in they, that New England would be two games behind Buffalo. Would New England be two games behind Buffalo if Cam would have been in the football game last night? Yeah, I think so. Yep. I mean, I don't, I don't think he makes that much difference. I don't think they win last night. But I, I, it's, it, that's, that's a situation that, uh, again, handicapping it, and you look at it and you think, okay, uh, could, could he, would he have really made a difference? I don't know. Here's the other thing that I, that I, that I find to be interesting with what's going on in the league is the amount of injuries that we're seeing, soft tissue injuries, guys um, getting already so many guys getting beaten and and banged up. And then can you point that directly to the lack of contact, the lack of preseason football? Um, I'm, I'm really, it's one of those things where you just say, maybe the NFL is going to have to put together a group of, a hundred players, put them under a bubble, keep them practicing, and like have a pool of guys that the NFL can go can go draw from. When you look at the amount of injuries, and then you know on top of that, you know these the possible COVID situations where all of these guys are having to 
or, or not all of these guys, but so many guys, you know, are having to sit out and, and not be, you know, not, not be able to take place for a certain period of time. I did see where Cam is not showing symptoms. So if he tests negative twice this week, then he'll, you know, he'll be able to play. I, it's, uh, it, it is an interesting makeup with what they're doing and how many injuries are happening in the NFL. I'll go to this, too, fellas. How bad is it that both the New York teams, I'm looking at the power rankings right now, both New York, New York teams are 31 and 32 in the power rankings. It's, it couldn't, could it be a worse time to be a, a New York uh, a football fan, or you think all those New Yorkers are turning all their attention towards the Yankees, and how much pressure does that put on the Yankees to win? Yeah, well, the Giants will get well Sunday, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <sighs> you can, you're going to draw me off sides with that. <laughs> I'm trying yeah, to get you in the neutral zone. Yeah, but. You, 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 and you do. Here, here's something I, that I, I'm wondering, too, and, I, and, and I'll ask you guys. Miami's going to stick, looks like sticks with Fitzpatrick or Fitz Magic at quarterback, how long do you think it's going to be before they, you know, before they put Tua in there? I lo- absolutely love what Cincinnati has done and how they've put Joe Burrow in. Now, Joe Burrow is a tough guy. I mean, I he has been sacked so many times, and he keeps getting up. They got a better record than the Dallas Cowboys, by the way. Let that Ooh. let that sink mm. into you. But I love what Cincinnati has done with Joe Burrow by just saying, you know what, he's our guy. We're going to put him in there, and we're going to let him play, and we're going to let him grow with with this offense. Now, I'm not comparing Burrow to, to Tua because I do think Burrow is, is a much better player than Tua, but I do think Tua needs to start getting some time playing with the Dolphins. I think he does too, but I, I feel like that Miami's being more cautious with him because of the track record with his injuries. I, I, I feel like having him get acclimated to the NFL, learn the system a little bit, I think they're kind of giving him a little window leeway right there because of that. Well, and you, and you might be right. I, I just know having worked with Chan Gailey, who's the offensive coordinator at Miami, he tends to kind of lean towards those more experienced guys. He likes that more experienced uh situation here's the other thing i found interesting guys that this easter be the guy that uh bill o'brien brought in to be kind of his mentor kind of guru kind of overseeing the cap situation he's kind of a player uh, player programs guy now they're coming out and saying in fact he's the one that you know was was in uh, cal mcnair's ear and and got Bill O'Brien basically run out in Houston. Now, when you go zero and four, you're kind of running yourself out there. But what a what a mess that the Texans are in. When you think about they they got rid of Rick Smith, such an accomplished GM, and and they 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 let, allowed Bill O'Brien to kind of move him out. And and this was all after the unfortunate death of you know the 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 McNair the dad, mm-hmm. and 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 the kid took over, and it was almost like he didn't know what he was doing, and now. This feels like a real dumpster fire down in Houston, and what's going on with the Texans? So, which which angle do you think they go? Who who are you? Who do you expect? Do they get a GM first? Do they get the coach? Who is in the mix for, in your opinion? Well, I mean, you've got to go find a GM. I mean, you've got to go find a, a direction for this team to go. How, how if, if if I was in his shoes, I mean, I would certainly be looking at you know, or at least wanting to talk to somebody like a Jeff Fisher, somebody who's you know who's done that, who's kind of been in the middle of 
uh, of transitioning football teams and transitioning them from bad football teams, which used to be the Houston Oilers before they moved to Tennessee, and how that transition worked. I think that there's there there's some people out there that that I, you know that I've heard that even say, hey. What about a guy, what about a guy like Troy Aikman? Would he come in and could he be the general manager? Could he change the face of the franchise in Houston? Would he do that? Would he step out of the booth and go do that? And I think all those all those things are are, are questions that uh, Cal is going to have to answer. I I do know this that we talked about the the New England situation and Garrett, you and I talked about it too. I mean that that every guy that's come from that organization has been. I, I'm I'm talking about come out from under Bill Belichick, and right. we go all the way back to Mangini and Charlie Weiss, and we, we can talk about McDaniels, we can talk about Romeo Cornell, we can talk about Matt Patricia, we can go on and on and on. None of those guys ha- have done anything except flame out and flame out really quickly. So I, I, I'm not sure where the Texans are going to go. But And I'm with you. I, I think – to be fair to anybody in the whole in the entire situation, you have to go get the general manager. Then you got to let the general manager decide the direction of the football team. And, and, and if you go hire a coach and then try to hire a general manager and go, well, there's your guy. I, right. I think you've just you've just set him back another three or four years. Yeah, and 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 I like what you're saying there too, Tom, because you've got to get that guy that comes in and he has an overall view of your personnel. That's, I mean, and that's why, you know, I mentioned a guy like Aikman who at least he's watching so much football. He, he knows what's going on there, and I, I don't know whether he would take it or not. I'm just, I'm just throwing names out there. That's why, you know, a guy like Jeff Fisher who knows the league, he knows the personnel, he, he knows what's going on. Uh, you know, you got this organization – should have every opportunity with a franchise quarterback. You're not, you know, it's it's not one of those deals where you're having to go in and find yourself a quarter. You've got a quarterback already in place. You've already paid him. You're able to go in and manage, you know, you just manage the salary cap and put great pieces uh, around him. You've made some trades. You should have you should have some draft picks with the ability to to at least draft good. But the key is knowing what your personnel is now. I go to the Cowboys. They hire a defensive coordinator here in Mike Nolan who I don't think had any clue what was going on personnel-wise, and that's why you're seeing a Dallas defense that's playing so poorly. And I don't know if you guys saw that or not, but did you see what Rex Ryan, he said, that defense stinks. And, I mean, (laughs) you know, like or dislike Rex Ryan. He would know. He's not. He would know, and he's certainly not afraid to express his opinion. So he's he's fun to listen to with some of his some of his analysis. So I know you got to get the GM first, but given the fact that you do have Deshaun sitting there as your franchise quarterback, you got to think they're at least going to make some sort of a push to get Dabo in, right? Or or is that a long shot? Well, that no, that is that. I, I guess uh, this Easterby guy who who Belichick had brought in there, they're saying does have a. He has a relationship with Dabo, but do you think Dabo really no. wants to? No, do not you at really all. think no. he wants to go from Clemson, South Carolina, and being a family guy in the middle of a of a what is a really tough situation in Houston? I I, I can't even 
I can't even remotely see that being a fit. No, but you mentioned something that kind of intrigued me. Uh, if, if you go get a veteran guy like a Jeff Fisher who's who's been there, done that, and got a T-shirt, so he's your GM, then he can also help groom. Let's say you went and picked a, uh, a, a hot coordinator to be your next head coach, uh, maybe like the offensive coordinator in Kansas City, just saying. Uh, you bring Eric sleeping would be enemy? Yeah, and just bring him. And so, if when he has questions, issues, thoughts about developing as a head coach, he's got a guy upstairs and Jeff Fisher who's done that and got a T-shirt. Is that not kind of a winning combination? Well, it does. I mean, I I, I would certainly you could certainly I, I, you know believe I believe that that is that 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 is something that you could do. I I and then I look at a situation like what they did in San Francisco. They had some pieces in place there. They went and hired uh, oh, the defensive back at Tampa. Help me with the general manager, John John Lynch. They went and hired John Lynch to be the general manager of San Francisco. He hires Shanahan. They're off and running. I mean, how, how cool would it be to go give your franchise immediate credibility and say, Let, let's go make a run at Troy Aikman and then let Troy figure out who the next new hot Young coach, my is. partner is pushing Troy Aikman in Houston, Texas. Everybody, make no mistake about it. <laughs> it that's the 14th time I've heard Aikman's name, but I'm just throwing out names. Well, no, I tell you what, not. I'll give you, I'll give you 15 more times for crying out loud. Yeah, <laughs> you, if, you, you if you're listening down there in Houston, hire Aikman as the damn GM. <laughs> there you go. It's 11:27. We're gonna step aside. We're coming back with more of game time in just a moment. Local officials will offer COVID-19 surge testing in McLennan County through October 17th. 40,000 COVID-19 tests have been allocated for this effort. Testing dates and sites are listed online at covidwaco.com. Save time, pre-registration online, and print your completed registration form. You can print your form at any of the four Waco libraries or three community centers at no charge. Registration will be available on-site. Waco Transit will be providing free transit rides to or from testing sites. All sites open 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Free COVID-19 testing sites will be located throughout Waco until October 17th at the Waco Convention Center, McLennan Community College, Waco ISD Stadium, and the Syntax Chamber of Commerce. Please log on to covidwaco.com for exact dates of the free COVID-19 testing. You do not have to have symptoms to be tested. It will take just a few minutes for you to receive the easy nasal swab for the COVID-19 testing. Act today. Go to covidwaco.com. Be safe and be sure. Hi, this is Travis with Texas Trust Homebuyers, and I buy houses cash. Call me today at 870-8645. I'll buy your house for cash and pay you cash up front. I buy houses in any price range and any location in Waco and Central Texas. Do you own a house that needs thousands of dollars in repair? Great, because I love buying fix-up houses. Do you have a tenant living in your property? Not a problem. I'll buy your house with a tenant in it. Do you think your property will be difficult to sell? Easy. We provide assistance for any situation. If you need cash for your house, call me today at 870-8645. That's 870-8645. Or check me out at texastrusthomebuyers.com. That's texastrusthomebuyers.com. Remember, if you need cash fast, I'll pay you cash up front. Call me today at 870-8645. 870-8645. That's 870-8645. Or online at texastrusthomebuyers.com. That's texastrusthomebuyers.com. Travis is a licensed real estate broker in the state of Texas. 
My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. The Army National Guard has taught me the value of showing respect to those I come in contact with each day. My service also allows me to be there for my community in ways others can't. I help my hometown recover after nature strikes. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country and those I care about safe from threats. I also work with a network of professionals that help me succeed and accomplish the mission. Plus, the Army National Guard education benefits make getting a higher education a reality. Being an Army National Guard soldier makes living and serving in my community more rewarding every day. Learn how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the Durable Kubota L Series tractor for as little as $149 a month right now at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. Cowboys defense gave up over 300 yards on the ground to the Browns on Sunday. RJ Ochoa from Blogging the Boys joined Unnecessary Roughness on Monday and said this defense is lacking talent. I think it's you know, we, we fall into these traps of, oh, man, you know, we just start, like, listing names, right? Like, they've got DeMarcus Lawrence. They've got Everson Griffin. We just, mm-hmm. like, literally read the roster, and we're like, oh, that must mean it's really good. But obviously, there's a new coaching staff, new defensive scheme. The, the common denominator is the defensive talent. It's time to admit that the defensive talent isn't what people thought it was. Astros look to take a 2 to nothing lead over the A's in their ALDS series this afternoon. Framber Valdez is on the mound for Houston. Sean Manaya gets the ball for Oakland. Broadcast starts at 3 o'clock. First pitch at 3.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Level 31, this is game time. You're all access pass to Central Texas Sports Time and Garrett and Stretch. And we're glad you're alongside here for this uh this Tuesday edition of the program. Let's uh we, we mentioned this at the top of the broadcast, but uh, I, I find it fascinating, and I don't know if you guys do or don't. We we can or we can. We, it, it's up to you. But the fact that Lane Kiffin and, and, and Nick Saban are, are going to meet at the 50-yard line while their punters and kickers are out doing their thing, I, I, just, I, I would love to be a fly on the wall. And I realize <laughs> there's no wall, but, and I don't think there's any chance that Ole Miss plays with Alabama, but who cares? This will be an interesting meeting before and after the football game. Don't you guys agree, or, or do you disagree? Oh, no, I, I absolutely agree. I mean, Lane Kiffin's kind of a snarky coach. I mean, he likes to – he likes to troll guys on on social media. I can see Nick Saban being a very matter of fact and 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 not having anything to do with that. I'm not sure. I mean, do you really think they they meet and exchange a few pleasantries? Oh, or do they're going to hug and they haven't seen each other. No, I, no. I, I don't know how that's all going <laughs> to unfold. No, I don't. Yeah, I'm like you. I don't. I don't think so either. But it will be interesting to see how it plays well, out. I, and, I, and 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 I think you know this is one of those situations where it's a shame again with the social distancing and lack of crowd that you're not going to get to <laughs> you know that you're not going to get to hear that. You're not going to get to hear that uh, that jargon coming out of the that banter coming out of, of fandom. Here, here's what I do know, and I can guarantee you this: there will be more cameras, uh, video and still cameras, uh, watching midfield <laughs> before a a conference football game than than you would normally get. I promise you, there's going to be. 
people glued, those those members of the media are going to have those cameras ready to roll just in case uh, something. But of course, they're both wearing masks, and right. you're not going to hear or or see their facial expressions. But man, I'd give I'd, I'd I'd love to be a part of that deal. I think that that would be fun because if you go back, there's an article on ESPN right now. Mm-hmm. You go back. Uh, and and we know that there was some of those those bumps in the road, and there was some of them that were very public. But I didn't realize that you know that Lane Kiffin would uh, would start talking to the media, and you know, and then the 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 bus would just leave him. They left him twice. <laughs> if you think if you think Nick Saban won't won't say hey let's go and pull off, I mean that that's exactly what he did. I I I. I I, a buddy of mine, a coach at Notre Dame, said that uh, Lou Holtz left his wife a time or two. Well, she, she was late. She was late for the charter, and he just left her sitting there on the tarmac. Well, I mean, how about that? Man, My funny. time is as valuable to me as your time is to you. And if you're going to hang around and miss the bus, then it, we're rolling, baby. But exactly I, right. I just, you know, and again, Ole Miss is not going to play, and I know oh, that no. they're not going to play with Alabama. <laughs> at least we don't think. But uh, in this, in, in in 2020, you never know. But uh, just to be, and then at the end of the game, what if it's fifty-six to three? You know, oh, it probably will be. Uh, and so then, then the the pleasantries at the end of the game. I mean, you know, wouldn't you just wouldn't you just love to know what they're saying to each other? I think well, at that point, I mean, Kiffin would just walk off the field. I, honestly, I feel like Alabama's going to show zero mercy on them and just annihilate them. Well, and, and it may be message sent loud and clear. <laughs> I mean, we don't know, but it'll be fun to watch Saturday night at six o'clock. Uh, as Ole Miss uh, entertains the uh, the Crimson Tide of Alabama, so just wanted to throw that out and, and get everybody's opinion on what what, what could be what, be, what could be a kind of fun night stretch. Yeah, it'd be, no no question, it's gonna be it is gonna be it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good a good weekend. I mean, I think you got some good college college games. We'll talk about that leading into what we do on Friday. I don't want to spoil our. Uh, I don't want to spoil our Friday show, but I I know this we're gonna have a, it'll be a good it's gonna be a good college football weekend. Well, the the Baylor Bears are off this weekend, mm-hmm. so uh, they're coming off a double overtime loss, the record at one and one. Uh, they had they had some bright spots on on Saturday in in uh, in Morgantown, but they also had some uh, some areas where you go, hang on a second here, uh, and, and I think you pointed it out, Garrett. The offensive line oh, just was was bad. just wasn't productive, and and again, when you've got uh, when you got Lovett and uh, as your as your starter, and then then Tristan Ebner, and, and they combine for what forty yards or fifty yards, something like that. Uh, man, you got to kind of figure things out. And, and this is, I guess, this is what you do in this open week, isn't it? Stretch, you kind of yeah, evaluate, do the self evaluation thing. Sure, and, and and hopefully clean up, you know, what you feel like or any of your deficiencies any of your you know any of your time clock issues any of your substitution substitution issues there's some things that you've got to uh, that's why they hire offensive and defensive analysts to come in there and talk to you about hey what are you seeing what do you feel we you know we need to get better at and all the all that all that quality control stuff that you have to do to to get yourself better i you know 
How, how does that work? Is that game only, or is that do we evaluate your practice and your practice schedule? Uh, how does that self-scouting and self-evaluation and, and quality control type stuff work? Well, I think it's different for different coaches. They're all, they're all looking for different things. They're looking for feedback in different areas, and you're trying to, you know, you're trying to give an overview of what you see and make sure that when you're asked the question, you're ready to answer. You're not, you're not just giving feedback every day because sometimes some coaches are not wanting to hear that, and especially it's all about timing and when you deliver the message. So like you said, it's an off week. You got time to look at what you did through the first two games. What did you do good? What did you do bad? What do you need to get better at? Uh, communication-wise, substitution-wise, guys getting on and off the field, e- even as much as how do we do our pregame warm-up? Did mm-hmm. we come out on time? Did we, did we get guys, you know, did, did were guys ready to go at the right time? Right. All of the things that you're looking at from a from a scheduling perspective. So we got some input here as far as uh, the Texans go and their search for a GM on the CNC Collision text uh, text toy. Uh, JB says, "What about Lewis Riddick as GM for the Texans? What, what do you think about that stretch?" Hey, he's, he, you know, he's he keeps his finger on the pulse of what's going on, and I, I think Lewis Riddick would be, it certainly would be a candidate and somebody that the Texans would need to talk to. So, yeah, he he he's right there. Um, I, there's another analyst out there, and I can't I, I can't think of his name right now. But those guys, those are the type of guys you want to talk to. Those guys who are in the game right now who are constantly looking at film, constantly looking at tape. I mean, able to, you know, able to able to go at it. And, that, and that's what you want. You want immediate feedback in the building. And then going off of your campaigning for Aikman as GM, uh, Corey says that he thinks Romo would be a good coach with Aikman as the GM for the Texans. Could you imagine <laughs> that? Two Cowboys quarterbacks running the show in Houston. I just don't see that happening. I, you know what, I, I, crazier things have happened. I don't, I, I don't think it happens, but who knows? Guys, I will say this. When you start thinking about firing coaches and whether that be at the college level, uh, at the high school, I mean, I mean any, there, there are a lack of qualified candidates out there. There really are. I mean, when you start thinking about, and somebody asked me this question the other night, if you were to, if you were to, if you were to change coaches at the University of Texas, who, who would you go hire? Now, now, I know what you're going to do. that road and, before. Initially, you're, you're going to say, well, Urban Meyer. Okay, well, after Urban Meyer, then who? I mean, because the University of Texas got in trouble already doing that. They, they hired the first guy that, that – the first guy, the first rattle out of the box. They allowed Trace Armstrong to play them like a bass fiddle and say, you know what, if you don't hire my candidate at Texas, he's going to LSU. They never brought anybody else to campus. And now you got Pee Wee Herman. I think he's twenty-seven and sixteen. You read a stat the other day. He's lost I don't know how many times to unranked right. teams while he was ranked. I mean, I I think when you look at the overall job that uh, Tom Herman has done in Texas, it's average as a bowl of grits. So now, now what's and you guys see what I'm talking about here? Yep. There are a lack of candidates for what feel like big-time jobs and jobs that may be open, whether that's you know, we can sit here and look at the coach's hot seat and you can start looking around and I'm sure Jimbo's seat's getting hot. There's a lot of guys that are, you know, that are that are underperforming, but you better watch what you ask for. And I'm gonna come back to saying this about the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, everybody in the Metroplex at the time was for getting rid of Jason Garrett and his message has grown old and the red Jesus and we need to move on and he runs the football every time on first down. How does eight and eight look right now? 
Pretty I good. I mean, that would be my question to those people. 11.40. Now, when you, uh, when you make the decision like the Texans and the McNair family made, don't you have to have two or three phone numbers in your, in your wallet right now? I mean, isn't that, isn't that a prerequisite for, for cutting somebody loose? I mean, you're talking about Cal McNair. I don't, I don't know how much you, you – I mean, I'm not trying to insult anybody's intelligence, but he's a, he's a pretty strange cat. I'm not, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure how many phone numbers he's got. You, you would think so, Tom. I mean, you, you know, you, you've been in, in charge and you've been running businesses and obviously you're, you're in charge of the station now. Yeah, you, you keep in mind all the time. Uh, guys that maybe you would want to contact and knowing that Stretch might spin off and you might run his ass off at any time. Yeah, I'm sure you do keep those those numbers and, and names. But I, I can't answer for him. I, I don't know. This feels like when you think about what the Texans did with uh, just the last – just think about what they've done the last year and getting rid of DeAndre Hopkins and some of the things that they've done. Uh, do, doesn't that feel pretty knee-jerk to you? And doesn't firing a coach that just won the division a year before? I know they're 0-4, but does that not feel a little knee-jerk to you? Yeah, and I got to believe, and with no proof, or, but I got to believe that there was more to it than just that one loss record. I mean, right. it, 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 because what you, you the statement you just made. I mean, there has to be more to it, and there's other teams that are around the league. They didn't do it in Atlanta. Right, and then there's a lot of people that say, well, I mean, Arthur Blank is one of the goofiest guys ever crap between a pair of shoes. So, I mean, now you're going to get to the owner and, and what he does or how he doesn't do it. I, I You know, I, I certainly uh, – I guess you know, my point is if there's step one, there should be – step two should be in place or, or, or close to being in place. Or, 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 or like you said, you've at least got some sort of a game plan right. or a map or a something that's going to – that's going to be able to steer you through uncharted waters. Absolutely. 11.43, 17 away from 12 o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. It's the high school football pick'em contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to centexsportsfan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. Are you craving a Dr. Pepper and wanting the creamy satisfaction of a Whataburger shake? Now you can have the best of both worlds with Whataburger's Dr. Pepper shake. Treat yourself to one while you can. The Dr. Pepper shake is only at Whataburger for a limited time. It's the high school football pick'em contest brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs> The right call can make all the difference on and off the field. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. When it's time for a new car, truck, or SUV, Bird Colgen Ford is the right call. Come check out our award-winning lineup of best-selling models in their class, like the number one Mustang, Explorer, Expedition, F-150, and Super Duty. Bird Colgen Ford proudly supports all Midway High School athletes. Make the right call for your next vehicle at Bird Colgen Ford. Bird Colgen Ford, trusted since 1936. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412 North Valley Mills Drive and 105 South 5th Street. TFNB Your Bank for Life supports high school football in Central Texas. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. 
Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Stephen Simcox with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Get the Durable Kubota L Series tractor for as low as $149 a month right now at WC Tractor at Moore Service Center in Star. Cowboys defense gave up over 300 yards on the ground to the Browns on Sunday. RJ Ochoa from Blogging the Boys joined Unnecessary Roughness on Monday and said this defense is lacking talent. I think it's, you know, we, we fall into these traps of, oh man, you know, we just start like listing names, right? Like they've got Demarcus Lawrence, they've got Everson Griffin. We just mm-hmm. like literally read the roster and we're like, oh, that must mean it's really good. Obviously, there's a new coaching staff, new defensive scheme. The the common denominator is the defensive talent. It's time to admit that the defensive talent isn't what people thought it was. Astros look to take a 2 to nothing lead over the A's in their ALDS series this afternoon. Framber Valdez is on the mound for Houston. Sean Manaya gets the ball for Oakland. Broadcast starts at 3 o'clock. First pitch at 3.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Eleven forty-seven. This is game time. Your all-access pass to Central Texas sports. Another big day in sports. We got uh, baseball playoffs uh, in earnest. I mean, and again, I've never been to Ernest. I don't know if it's a nice place or not, but they're going to play some baseball there. Uh, Astros and the uh, Oakland Athletics coming up at three thirty-seven this afternoon. Our broadcast will begin at three o'clock on our sister station. And that'll be Fox Sports Central Texas. So you can check out you can check out the Astro broadcast over there at three o'clock this afternoon. Get you ready for some baseball. And it, we got the first game stretch starting a little after one o'clock, and the last game starting a little after uh, eight thirty tonight. So uh, if you like baseball, postseason baseball, then uh, man, today is your day. Yes, sir. And, and 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 you know what? What I like, guys, is Tuesday. I, you know, I do. I, I, I like it in the middle of the week. I mean, we've got you know, it's so much going on with football during the weekend. Is it not fun to kind of shift gears and think about, well, let's, 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 let's watch a little baseball. Let's kind of ease it down a little bit and not be on the edge of the edge of your seat worrying about whether the Cowboys can get a third and eight stop one time in a football game. Yeah, well, and, and again, so you've got baseball all week and 
man, Thursday again. You better you better have like uh, you you better have like a brace ready because your thumb's going to be wore out. You got uh, you got baseball on Thursday, and then you've also got that uh, that breathtaking game between Tampa Bay and the Chicago Bears. Another another award winning program on Thursday night from the NFL Network. I, I mean, I just can't believe that. Uh, that uh, that everybody's I mean th- this is liable to pull a 50 share in uh, in the television ratings when you get Tampa playing Chicago is that any, is that is that any sarcasm in Tom Barfield right there or what well why can't they pick good games if it's the if it's the Tampa at the game, beginning of the year did you not think I mean having Tom Brady and Gronk uh, on Thursday night did you not think that would or, or are you saying you'd wait to have them in a better matchup? Well, that, I'm, I'm telling you, after a couple of weeks, you start to kind of figure things out. They ought to be able to because, again, it's a featured game. It's the only thing in town on third. It's not like it's a noon game. And I mean, I get that Tampa's going to play Chicago. Right. I get that. I mean, but that's a Sunday 12 noon kick. That's not <laughs> Thursday night at 720, and it's the only game in town kick. I I'm not. I'm not. I'm not arguing with you. I was. Just, I'm just. I was just throwing it out there as food for thought. Don't you think? Don't you think people wanted to watch Tom Brady and 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 some of the things that everybody everybody says he's the goat. Don't you want to watch some of the things he's doing? I can understand wanting to watch that, but I think I would rather see uh, him go up against a better quarterback than either Mitchell Trubisky or Nick Foles. Wait, wait, wait to see him play the Saints. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, something like that. Throw <laughs> yeah, it on there. Yeah, I mean, why, at least a divisional game or something. I mean, and I did watch him uh, when when Tampa played uh, New Orleans earlier in the year. I mean, I thought that was kind of a uh, an interesting watch because you you did have two high profile and and quality quarterbacks playing, but this doesn't excite me. Uh, I, if you're just a flat out, you're a foot, you're an NFL guy. This, this you don't care if they went and played in the middle of of uh, Stimmons Freeway uh, up in the Metroplex. You're <laughs> yeah. going to watch. No, but, I am. You're right. I but, am. But, I am going to watch. I'm going to. Wa- I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch Nick Foles. I'm going to. I'm going to watch. And I'm going to watch Tom Brady. And I'm going to see. You know, it's probably going to be the first time since game. Well, I, I say I watched him the first game of the year and, and looked at a little of their film the first game of the year. This will be the next time that I'll watch them. And, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna see what kind of improvements they're making and be able to come on here and give you some educated uh, jargon for most stretch. That's what I'm going to try to do. You're okay, exactly Garrett, right. let, let's, let's go to – Garrett loves to watch uh, the NFL – it, does this, this – This is a guy that doesn't go to the state fair. <laughs> I knew that was right. coming. <laughs> You're no, talking I, about I, circling <laughs> back around. Boy, you yeah. went one big old loop. Here we exactly. go. And, and this is also a guy who trumped that. Wait a minute. This is a guy who trumped it early in the year by saying he doesn't have the NFL network. I don't. I don't so have you can't phone. watch. I this can't game. watch it if I want to. Why the hell am I talking I to you? That's what I'm saying, Tom. I mean, do you? Are you, I'm starting to worry about you. Are you getting selective amnesia? You're not gonna be able to watch amnesia. Thursday night. Doesn't have the NFL Network. I mean, I could go to like Buffalo Wowies or something. Post you could up. come. You could come to the I house. Come, yeah. I mean, I, we'll we'll have some popcorn or something. I mean, don't I don't they make? Know. Don't they have those? Don't they have we'll that have aluminum foil dogs. you can put on those? Don't they have that aluminum foil they could put on those rabbit ears and at least <laughs> poke them up high enough where you can get some kind of reception out I'm there? Sure, I could I could probably come up with something like that. Get creative out I there. I mean, so. once we get off, once we bike up the, I knew that. I knew, I knew that was coming. I knew as soon as I said that it was going to be Rush game. Robinson. Uh, I was. Get, I knew it. I we, knew it. Once we get down from the mountain. <laughs> Our listeners are going, what the hell is this segment about? Oh, boy. <laughs> it's about exiting stage right. That's what Amen. So, we, uh, it, it, coming up this afternoon uh, on the Matt Mosley.
Mosley program. I'll be in for Matt again this afternoon. And uh, we're going to talk a little Baylor softball as uh, Steve Hoot Johnigan will transition uh, out of the broadcast booth and back onto the uh, onto the diamond. He's going to become the hitting coach for the Baylor softball team. And he's worked with them before. I think yeah. a couple of years ago uh, he was part of the uh, part of the program and, and traveled with them and and uh, and so Glenn Moore making that decision, and uh, we'll talk to Hoot about uh, about getting back uh, in in the uh, in the dugout on a full time basis, but moving from the little ball, the baseball, up to the to the softball, and and what kind of what kind of changes and things uh, that he'll have to uh, he'll have to make there. But we'll do that uh, I think around three forty uh, this afternoon. So we'll we'll have a. Uh, another big program coming up uh, this afternoon at uh, three o'clock on the Matt Mosley program. We'll also get you up to date on uh, on the Astros, as, uh, and we'll keep you posted on on Houston and Oakland this afternoon. Uh, they'll play game two of that series, and uh, uh, Jerry Jones talks about his Dallas Cowboys. We'll uh, we'll hear from Jerry coming up this afternoon. So, uh, and if we can get Stretch uh, off the golf course. <laughs> Yesterday he said, "Hey, I have something to do. I right. can't pop on until about five twenty. Well, what he had something to do consisted of twelve ounces. I mean, I have no idea that that was coming. So, yeah, uh, yeah you could you could talk me into jumping on. Just give me give me a little bit of heads up. Oh, stretch needs a little bit of heads up. But hey, you know what? In in so adverse he, times, you call on me. I'll be able to jump on and help you. No no problem at all. Well, I'm a team I, guy. I, I gotta, I'm a I'm a great big we and a little bitty me guy. Yeah, <laughs> if I can get him away from the pool, you know. He said I'm out at the pool, and then he said after I finish at the pool, I got to go wax the Mercedes, and you know, uh, just the good life. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I'm a Z71 truck guy. You catch me in a Mercedes, take me straight down for a frontal lobotomy, please, <laughs> fellas. It's fine away from 12 we're gonna get out of here thanks uh for calling and thanks for uh jumping on the cnc text line uh 254-662-1660 unnecessary roughness my takeaway before we go tom my takeaway yeah. of the day what, what you got it? our man has never been to the state fair yeah i think that's the takeaway from all uh, holy moly i think mom would be Stretch is the biggest advocate for Aikman to Houston. Oh, yeah. I'm just throwing out names, Aikman. I'm just throwing out names, Aikman. Uh, <laughs> hey, let me let me, let me me clarify it. Yeah. Troy Aikman for GM of the Houston Texans. <laughs> there you go. How you like that? Is that better? <laughs> yes, sir. That's straight up now right there. We're out. We'll see you tomorrow at 10. Have a great day.